Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to discuss how to manage an argumentative employee. We'll start with a question from someone trying to manage a junior associate who challenges her on every issue. During the second part of our podcast, we'll look at the same topic from the employee's perspective. What if you challenge your boss because he or she seems insecure and indecisive? Oh, boy, this is a provocative subject. Yeah. I mean, an argumentative employee can add value, but they can also be so disruptive that you don't get anything done. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. All right. So here's today's question. I have a really great job with an ever increasing responsibilities. I'm the manager of our marketing department, and I was recently assigned a junior associate to assist me. This person is competent, but she fights me on all my directives and ideas. Hmm. When I I explain our marketing initiatives, she tells me we're going in the wrong direction. When I ask her to do something, she says, you know, I don't want to do that. And when I offer an idea, she argues that her ideas are better. Initially, I tried to listen and be open to her feedback. At this point, I just need her to do her job. What do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it either you set it up this way. Yeah, or this is a problem person, I you know, so it's kind of hard to know. But my guess is that you set it up this way, that you probably weren't sure about yourself and said, well, what do you think? Should I go this way? And then raise some doubt with this associate so that, you know, she doesn't feel confident with your directives. I just mm-hmm. wonder if that's possible because unfortunately I've seen that a lot. Well, I'm funny. I've seen something similar to that, but this Uh, The junior associate thing kind of tips me off to very often, you know, someone who's brand new on the job market may think that their opinion is warranted when it's not. Yeah, that's true. So, so, and I also have, we were talking about this earlier that we have clients who've experienced some of this. Yeah. The case that I know of that uh, manager sees herself as very accommodating, very collaborative. And so she messages, gives the message that she wants to hear everyone's opinion. And I think that combination of both assuming that your opinion is invited and then having someone who, as you're saying, doesn't really come down clearly enough of what they want. I have a client who likes buy-in, you know, she likes everyone that works for her to be on the same page, which is not going to always happen. So she probably um, has come off too accommodating. Yeah. Try to please what everybody sees the direction should be. And they can't come to a decision. Um, We've had to let go of some of the people and the remaining ones are still argumentative with her. They don't really trust her opinion. So it's important, yeah, as a manager, that even if you're indecisive, you give a decisive answer and say, we're going to try this for 30 days. And if it 
you know, if it doesn't work, then we can revisit it, but I want to try it right now. Yeah. And you, you've got to give off the fact that, you know, you have confidence in, in your decision-making. Otherwise people are going, are going to second guess you. Yeah. Um, and it's also possible that possible that this young person, I'm assuming they're young, um, is just difficult. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, there are some, um, there's a personality disorder in the DSM five that talks about contrary personalities. Oh. And there literally are people who can't help themselves yeah. in having to always counter whatever you say with a different opinion. Oh my God. Those people are really annoying. <laughs> Right. Well, and see, what's interesting is you could, one could hire that kind of employee without yeah. knowing it, right? The people right. doing the right. hiring may not know that right. until they're actually on staff. So I guess the thing to do is to talk to other people that have worked with this person, maybe in another department or anyone else who's been her boss and see what you can find out. Even call, maybe get a hold of her resume and call some of the past employees just to find yeah. out because the chances are it's probably you, but it's good to be able to knock that out that maybe it isn't you. Maybe this person is really problematic right. and doesn't like taking orders. And I've known people like that that don't like taking orders. Um I have somebody like that in my family. He ultimately is employed. So that's, you know, I think what happens to many people that have strong opinions. Yes. But, you know, this is not something that you want to put up with. This no. is something that as um, a manager, you want to say, I hear you have strong opinions and we're going to go this way until um, I say we're not. Uh, but you have to be able to cut this off. You, you cannot let it go. Yeah, that, that's the thing you have to remember is that you can't get into this kind of an argument with somebody that works for you every time you give it an initiative. Right. Well, I will say from the internal perspective, I think often the, you know, the kindest or nicest, most diplomatic bosses are also people who tend to give others the benefit of the doubt, who tend mm -hmm. to think if something's wrong, it's their fault, you know. So uh, I think part of the challenge here, when you first have someone like this, you may wonder like, am I not being clear? Am I not saying it correctly? Or am I giving the impression? And I think you can correct for that actually. I mean, Kathy, you're always so good about like being transparent with employees. You could say, you know, I may have given you the impression that all of these are debatable issues, but actually they're not. Mm -hmm. so here are the things that we're just going to be doing. Mm -hmm. and we can, if, if they don't work, we can revisit that later. Yeah. And I think you, you can also let this person know that you need them to assist you yeah. and that always second guessing you isn't really assisting that <laughs> or supporting. <laughs> so let's try it this way. Let's try, we're going to do my suggestion and we're going to see how it goes. Um, because you you absolutely have to cut it off and be very clear. So yeah. if you wane in your communication or you're like my client that wants buy-in from everybody, you're probably giving the wrong message. Yes. So, you know, being direct and being clear are not easy for a lot of people. I mean, that otherwise I wouldn't have a business here. <laughs> <laughs> well, owning your opinion, right? Yes. Owning what you want to see happen can be very challenging, I think, for a number of And people. I think it's hard to, you know, say this is what we're going to do because yeah. 
you don't feel so secure about it. And they right. know that if they know that you don't feel secure, they're going to, they're not going to have much confidence in you. So yeah. You yeah. Gotta you know, that's the, I'm remembering we have, so in our fam most famous book, working with you is killing me. The, the chapter on managing is called business parenting. Yeah. And one of the tenants that we offer is that uh, a employees need to know what's expected of them and B, they will always test you. Yeah. They'll test the boundaries. Yeah. So you could see this in some ways as the initial test, right? That if someone is constantly going against or being contrary to what you're saying, they're pushing to see, will you push back? Right. Exactly. So the fact that this person does it repeatedly, you haven't pushed back. You yeah. know, you haven't actually set those boundaries clear and, you know, it, it's, you need to do that. I know it's hard to do. It really is hard to do, but once you get better at this, your management will improve. Yeah. I believe. So let's look at it from, you know, the employee's perspective. And, you know, there's a lot of employees that do not like their bosses. You know, the old saying, we leave managers, not companies. Yeah. It's really true. So let's say their perspective is um, that the boss is just insecure and indecisive. And I've seen this and they yeah. may are, um, you know, it could be any age and they could be insecure and indecisive. You don't have control of your department. If in fact, that's what your staff is feeling. Yeah. So that's a thing that you personally as a manager have to work on. So um, what does the employee do, Kathy, rather than constantly arguing or challenging them? What's, what's another option if your boss is, does seem to be indecisive and, and insecure? You know, my always go-to method was to try to make them feel better and say, that's such a great decision. Yeah. Oh, that's really great. Let's try that. You know, because I just have always, I can feel what people are going through yeah. and that helps them. And then they usually will confide in you and say, oh, really? Because I wasn't so sure. Yeah. No, you're good. You know what you're doing. So, you know, be supportive because it's really your manager who's going to, get the backlash if things fail, not you. So you want to support your manager no matter what they're going through. Yeah. And that's not easy for everyone. I keep saying that, that's like, this whole thing is not easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that maybe you can also, let's say you have strong opinions and you, you probably are a leader at heart anyway, but you're yeah. in a junior position. Yeah, I think you can frame your ideas and opinions in a way that's perhaps not threatening and also not disrespectful. Like you could say, I have some specific ideas about this. I'd be happy to offer, you know, are you interested? Like invite their request for your ideas. Well, you know, it's best to come off that way so that the manager then looks for you and says, you know what, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? That's a legitimate professional discussion. But to say, no, I don't want to do that. Or I don't like your idea. That's argumentative. That, yeah. that is a real waste of time in the workplace. And it won't usually work out well for you. There's review time, there's, <laughs> you know, there's promotions. I don't see that coming. So you want to learn in general, how am I going to best get what I need out of this manager? And chances yeah. are it's to be more supportive. 
Yeah. You know what I'm also thinking about, again, back with working with you is killing me when we talk about how certain behaviors may hook you. Yeah. You know, so this may, if someone's indecisive, that may get under your skin and tick you off. And so then you can feel yourself having this attitude. Yeah. Um, so that could be that you've had a series of managers like that and you're done. Like you've just had it. Yeah. Um, then get transferred, get transferred to a different department, you know, maybe with somebody who is a little bit more decisive, but, um, you know, our job always is to support the person above us. Mm. So go to that person and see what they need from you. And if they say you're just being too argumentative, ask, what is it that you need? How can I work better with you and try to figure that out with them? Right. Um, Yeah. Right. And identify if you are feeling angry and frustrated and hostile, you actually need to manage that first. (laughs) That's right. That would be the unhooking part of it, you know, right? physically, mentally, all that jazz. But, and I think the other thing, and this is something, Kathy, that you've taught me over and over again, is that whatever you communicate, you want to take the high road. You want to be respectful. You want to speak from I, me, my place, right? Rather than you. Yeah. So this is worth working on. Um, because they are in a position higher than you. They know something they didn't get there by accident. They got there because they proved themselves in some way. Yeah. So, and don't underestimate that. Um, so be, be respectful and see how you can make the situation better. If you can't make it better, I would move on then to another department, get transferred because it's not good for anyone to have that kind of a relationship. No. And it could get you fired anyway. <laughs> yeah, it really could. And it gives you a reputation that I don't think you want. You want this argumentative person? You can have her. You know, I just don't think that's a good, at least for a woman. I'm assuming these are women. I don't know. They could be men. But um, I think a man can get away with it a little bit better. But I don't want to go there. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> So that's it for this podcast. Yeah. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2 and also follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. Yes. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28. That's 228-28. And type in my crazy office, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.